don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Tomorrow is the South Carolina primary, and it may prove pivotal for Donald Trump, fatal for Nikki Haley, or something in between. But the Republican Party finds itself less focused on that and more focused on finding an acceptable answer to this question. What should Republicans tell parents who want to start a family but need to try IVF? CNN's Kristen Holmes is in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Kristen, I want to talk about uh, how the campaigns and Republicans in general are reacting to that. But first, we just got a brand new ad from Nikki Haley's Super PAC, I should say SFA, the Super PAC, that supports her. It's very harsh on Donald Trump. Listen to this. You fed up with all the politicians? Sick of washed up failures that just won't go away? Had enough of the scandals and the insults? The lawsuits and the drama? Tired of the rage-filled rants and tweets? Ready to make it all go away? Well, you can. On February 24th, vote to end the chaos. I mean, washed up failures? That's, I'm sure, going to be... Uh something that hits pretty hard inside the Trump campaign personally as well. It is, it is, Dana. And look, Nikki Haley has continued to outspend Donald Trump, both the super PAC and the campaign, pumping out these ads. But I am reminded of something that happened before we even got to the Iowa caucuses, which was that the Club for Growth and the super PAC that supports Club for Growth that was trying to run any single Republican candidate against Donald Trump put out a memo saying that every single type of ad that they put out didn't work, that actually any kind of different structure made some Republican voters even more likely to vote for Donald Trump. And the reason I say that here is because it does appear that that's what's happening in South Carolina. He is leading in the state by 30 points, despite the fact that she has outspent him, despite the fact that she has outpaced him on the campaign trail, and despite the fact that she was the governor of this state, he does appear to steamroll her. And it's not just in South Carolina, it's also those Super Tuesday states he's leading in all of them as well. That, um, again, that was an outside group. It wasn't her campaign, but she continues to say that if she doesn't get the nomination, she will support a Donald Trump washed up or, or not. I, I want to turn to this Alabama court ruling that embryos have the same rights as children, which is now a dominant political story. Uh, what are you hearing from the Trump campaign specifically? Uh, it's very noteworthy that he hasn't said anything about it yet. Yeah, Dana, it's noteworthy, but it's also not that surprising given how he feels about abortion on the campaign trail. So what we have seen from Donald Trump time and time again is this wanting to walk the line between being the architect of the overturning of Roe v. Wade by appointing those three justices, but also not wanting to talk about abortion at all when he thinks that politically it will not help him. But it's starting to feel more and more like a general election, particularly when you're hearing Joe Biden, president, and Democrats go after Republicans and Donald Trump's campaign specifically on this issue, on this Alabama ruling that said the frozen embryos were people, and linking it to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And we haven't heard any sort of response from Donald Trump or from the campaign, but again, that doesn't seem that surprising, given the fact that he still has not figured out how to message on abortion when it comes to a general election. Even just last night at an event, he was going between taking credit for the fact that Roe v. Wade was overturned and also telling the crowd that people needed to win elections, which is his line for essentially saying, stop talking about abortion so people can get elected. We also have to remember that we have to have people elected 
So some things that uh, you feel and you have to go with your heart, you have to stay with that. You have to stay with your heart, but you have to get elected. You have to get people elected. That is certainly walking a line if I've ever heard one. And clearly the Republicans and Donald Trump, if he is in fact the nominee, are going to have to figure out their messaging on abortion, particularly after this ruling that has really captivated the country. Yeah, no question about that. Um, yes, he's walking a line. And uh, if he, assuming he is in the general election, this is not going to be an easy issue for him to, uh, to walk away from. Thank you so much, Kristen. Appreciate it. And the Alabama embryo decision has Republicans, as we were talking about, back on their heels, struggling to respond to an unpopular court ruling that virtually no one wants to defend, not even hardline conservative warriors like Congressman Matt Gates. Listen to what he told my colleague Abby Phillip last night. I believe the Alabama law needs to change because the Republican Party cannot be the party against family formation. I want to bring in my great panel to talk about all of this, CNN's Gloria Borger, Hans Nichols of Axios, and the Boston Globe's Jackie Kucinich. I mean, that Matt Gates comment was so concise. I mean, he obviously knows how to talk in a soundbite, but the fact that he's clearly leading the way on messaging on this to try to move the Republican Party back to the middle is, is astonishing. On that note, we just got a memo from the National Republican Senatorial Committee. This is the committee that is in charge of electing Republicans to the Senate. Very, very important. Listen to what they just said about this IVF um, issue. This is the recommendation to Senate candidates, Republicans. Clearly state your support for IVF and fertility-rated ser services as blessings for those seeking to have children publicly oppose any efforts to restrict access to IVF and other fertility treatments, advocate for policies that increase access to fertility treatments. Well, there you go. I mean, it couldn't be any clearer. This is all they needed. I'm sure they ran to the medicine chest looking for some Advil after they heard this ruling. Or something stronger. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was written in theological terms yes. in many ways by the chief judge there. And it, you know, they have enough trouble with the issue of abortion and the Dobbs decision. Right. And this is supposed to be a party that is pro-family. And what this does is it hurts women's chances, families' chances of growing. And, uh, you know, I think most people in Congress understand that. Maybe Tommy Tuberville didn't. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, because he said he supported the decision, but then he said he wanted well, families to grow. Let's, so. let's listen to that. Tommy Tuberville, oh, okay. who uh, not only is a conservative Republican, happens to represent the state of Alabama. Right. I was all for it. Uh, you know, you just got to look at everything going on in the country. It's a, just attack on families. Aren't you concerned that this could impact people who are trying to have kids? Well, that's for, that's for another conversation. I think the big thing is right now you protect, you go back to the situation and, and try to work it out to where it's best for everybody. People need to have access. People need to have, we need more kids. Would you like to translate, Jackie? <laughs> I don't know what IVF is, <laughs> is, is what that, that seemed to uh, indicate. No, but it, it, this has been, the abortion issue, Gloria, is absolutely right. It's been very hard for Republicans to, to talk about. They've tried to land in like a, a weird middle ground. They say some restrictions are okay. I mean, Glenn Youngkin 
you could argue lost um, wasn't able to get majorities in the uh, in both houses of the Virginia legislature because he decided because abortion was such a big issue and he landed on the 15 week. It is just not something that they know how to talk about. And this just adds another layer of, um, you know, uh, uh, problems for them on this issue. Nikki Haley is maybe um, exhibit A of the evolution and is trying to kind of trying to uh, walk on what she clearly sees as a political landmine and try to have firm footing. Uh, at first, she said earlier this week that she very much agrees that embryos are our babies. And then she finally came to the question uh, that people are asking about separate from that, which is about the ruling itself. Listen to what she told Jake Tapper. You then disagree with the Alabama Supreme Court, right? Yeah, I, but I think that the court was doing it based on the law, and I think Alabama needs to go back and look at the law. All you have to do is make sure that parents are protected and make sure that there is a scenario where these embryos are protected. The rest is between the parents and the doctor. And Hans, just to kind of give our viewers a sense of how widespread the use of IVF is to grow families. 2023, 42% of people said that they either have used fertility treatments or know somebody who has. I mean, that's a pretty big jump even from 2018. Yeah, I mean, we all know this from our conversations, from friends, like IVF is part of American culture, it's part of Western culture, it doesn't seem to be that debatable. And the theological terms, the, the, your description there was pretty telling about what the court did. To me, what's interesting on this, the Republican reaction, isn't necessarily the content, right? Okay, Tuberville muddled that, like he was a little bit confused, right? <laughs> like, like, but when you look at Matt Gates said, you look at all the House Republicans that are representing Biden districts, they were very quick to come out and say, no, I am pro-IVF. Mm -hmm. And so I think the broader point, even with this NRSC memo, it's so clear the content isn't that surprising, but the speed is. And sometimes I, speed tells you. I well, thought it took the, a little while. Okay, 18 Republicans last night were pretty fast. Yeah. Like Congress isn't out. Some of this is on us. Yeah, that's true. Katie Britt, like uh, the other senator from Alabama, spoke to her local outlet and came out. Um, you know, again, it's you, we could have a debate on how fast. Yeah, or how, yeah. Like, but they did seem to move faster. They certainly did on Dobbs. Certainly did on some of the other cultural issues. That's true. And so they're now at a place now where they're trying to defend sort of being pro-family, pro-life and pro-IVF, they still haven't squared the circle though, which is right. what do you do with the, what do you do with embryos, if you're for IVF, what do you do with embryos that haven't been, haven't been used to create life or take the next step? And forgive me if my language is inexact here, but yeah. they still haven't solved that. None of those answers I heard solved that issue. 